Welcome to Freedom to Retire with Jim Cipriotti, powered by Retire Ready Financial Group. You got to be prepared. If you're not prepared and you have too much risk, you may make some adverse choices. And so you need to have a plan because the downturns are going to happen. Jim Cipriotti has been helping people in the greater Philadelphia and South New Jersey areas reach their retirement goals for over two decades. We just want to make sure we're not too aggressive, not too conservative either. We want that nice mix. And that's what I help my clients with every single day. Now, Freedom to Retire. Congress appears to be finishing work on new legislation that would allow 401k plan sponsors to include annuities as an investment choice, kind of what they had talked about when they passed the SECURE Act at the end of 2019. The goal is to allow savers an option to produce guaranteed income in retirement to offset longevity risk. Is this something that you recommend for people that are nearing retirement? Yeah, and think about it. You know, for forever, 401ks have offered stock funds and bond funds and maybe like a cash fund or a stable fund, and that's it. So you really had no choice but to risk your money uh, in, in a lot of those funds there because a lot of them had, had risks. So, um, but yeah, I think this is a great move. I mean, our, our, our listeners have really heard me talking about how I believe annuities can be a great part of a, a well-balanced retirement portfolio. I've been saying it for years. Um, and remember, though, that the, the main purpose of the annuity is to provide retirement income for the rest of your life throughout all different types of market cycles. Mm-hmm. Um, and in a 20, 25-year, 30-year retirement, you better bet we're going to have uh, a lot of different market cycles, Certainly. some of the ugliest, some of the greatest. Um, but, yeah, so, you know, a lot of annuities nowadays, they um, they will even continue to pay you income for the rest of your life, even if your account balance in that annuity were to go all the way down to zero. And there's not one mutual fund in any 401k right now in the world, really, or in the U.S. anyway, uh, that can offer that type of income protection. Uh, and I can tell you from my personal experience, Chris, that there's a, uh, a couple of not so obvious reasons why some of my clients were, were glad that they got into a an annuity for some of the retirement assets. Okay. Uh, yeah. So one particular client comes to mind. Uh, it was around 15 years ago. Um, he he came to me saying he was really nervous about making the the perfect move within his 401k. Whenever he thought the market was going to crash, he he ended up selling and getting into that stable fund or the cash fund uh, within all of his mutual funds within the 401. Then of course the market would go down just a little bit when he thought it was going to crash, uh, and then it would come roaring back. But meanwhile, all of his money was sitting in cash mm-hmm. uh, or the, you know, the stable fund. So and there's other times where uh, he was certain, you know, the market was on a tear. It's got to keep going up and up. So he bought back into the mutual funds and he ended up being wrong then. Uh, and he was just growing pretty distraught because he thought that every move he was he was going to make was the wrong one. Um, so when he came into my office, I, I looked at the history of his transactions um, and uh, between you and me, Chris, uh, he was just doing a bad job of <laughs> so it's something that's very difficult to do anyways, which is timing the market. Mm-hmm. It's something that I experience kind of in the same way, you know, when you're sitting in traffic, the lane to the left of you is always moving faster until you get into it and then you make the wrong decisions. <laughs> that's going to set you back, you know, a couple minutes, heaven forbid, you know, longer than that. But we're talking when it comes to your retirement, making these moves and making these these wrong choices could set you back years, if if not being insurmountable. So, w- what can people do? Yeah, and I mean, a lot of us just came back from the shore last weekend. Yeah, exactly. We sat in, in the, the, you know, what what toll line is going to be uh, moving the quickest? <laughs> and of course, we zip over to the one we think is going to be quickest, and we're flat wrong. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So there's things we can do, and, and this guy in particular, um, he had quite a bit of longevity 
in his family history. His parents lived into both parents lived into their their late eighties. His grandfather lived until ninety seven. Wow. Uh, yeah, so I explained to him, him how really just shifting a portion of the retirement assets into an annuity can um, check off a couple of boxes for him. It can, it can help him um, with the downside market protection that he was just trying and trying and trying to avoid for, his, for years in those mutual funds in the 401. Uh, he, of course, was not that successful. Um, but the annuity can offer that. It also um, typically will offer a decent percentage of of, uh, of lifetime income, uh, and he felt you know pretty comfortable in knowing that the annuity company was responsible for continuing to pay him that monthly income for the rest of his life. So instead of his life savings having the you know really having that risk of running out, uh, he transferred that risk over to the annuity company. Um, and I can remember he, he felt just really much more relieved with the, the strategy I, I showed him and that I eventually helped him with. So if you're listening out there and you feel like you're, you're taking too much risk with your retirement and, and maybe the stock market, have too much of it dependent on that stock market, uh, give my office a call. We could set up a time to talk about it this upcoming week. Um, and this is not something that uh, we want to procrastinate on, because if your balances get smaller, if the, the Fed continues to raise rates, if the market continues to drop, um, it, it's likely that you, you could run the risk of having less income from that smaller nest egg throughout your retirement. Uh, and the phone number to reach me and my office right now is 610-894-7415. So you can give us a call now. Again, the number is 610-894-7415 or go online, retirereadyfg.com. This is obviously something I mentioned that they're, they're working on. It hasn't been passed. It's not necessarily going to be in your 401k uh, plan as an option for you, you know, come the next annual election period for you. But let, let me ask you about this, Jim, because uh, I know in my experience with my job and, and, and you know, our, our 401k, our plan administrator, he doesn't necessarily have all the answers for me. And, and knowing that all, not all annuities are created equal, is this something that people should just anytime they see an annuity offered, if, if and when this happens, see it offered in their, their plan, they should automatically jump on it or should they do their due diligence? Yeah, annuities are not all the same. Um, some offer, um, you know, lifetime income benefits. Well, most of them do. And then others will have certain guarantees where if you were to pass away, a certain amount would go to your spouse, either per month or a, a lump sum. So, we're going to have to see what types of annuities are approved in each plan. So um, sometimes your HR department folks might not be well-versed in this. Sometimes they are, sometimes they're not. Mm -hmm. So that's even another reason why you want to reach out to a professional like myself who can guide you and say, okay, here's what this one offers, here's what that one offers, and here's what your third option offers, and explain it to you in plain English. I know for a fact that our HR department, not to air dirty laundry, they're dealing with a lot of different things and, and being able to, you know, be well-versed in all of them. It can be a challenge sometimes. So again, when it comes to your life savings and protecting your retirement, why not defer or get the insight from, you know, professional, someone who's been doing this, like I said, over 20 years now. Jim Cipriati is here for you. Get on his calendar for that upcoming week. And again, not going to cost you anything but your time. This is a completely complimentary uh, call and, and, and visit 610-894-7415. Long-term care is another one of those things that, people don't necessarily think about before they get into retirement, but it can be a major factor. And the cost of long-term care can be $10,000 a month or more. It's no wonder why so many say that's one of those huge gotcha expenses in retirement. And now a dozen states are actually considering implementing a tax on people who don't carry long-term care insurance. Mm. So I have to wonder, is it smart to go ahead and buy a policy now to avoid paying possible taxes later? How do you guys help 
clients prepare for the, the possibility or even probability of long-term care? Yeah. And well, for, for years, Chris, long-term care expenses have been that big pink elephant in the room that mm-hmm. a lot of folks want to pretend does not exist or, oh, it'll never happen to me. Yeah. Um, but uh, those people who have had a, a family member or a loved one go through that process of needing the, that long-term care and having those expenses of the nursing homes or the assisted living uh, facilities, uh, you know, th- those folks know uh, what those places are charging, uh, especially for the nicer ones uh, along the mainline area or just a nicer one in general. Um, those costs are very real. Um, and now, yes, yeah, so a lot of these states are considering to begin implementing a tax uh, and the tax is, is designed to help fund that Medicaid program. Um, that's for people that don't have the assets or income to mm-hmm. provide for their, their own care. Um, and that Medicaid program, yeah, that's the, our country's, you know, primary payer of long-term care expenses because, uh, a big portion of the population doesn't have hundreds of thousands of dollars saved, uh, when you look at America as a whole. Uh, yeah. So the state of Washington, they already implemented this tax, which is a little bit nasty, but they, uh, That's in in play. Uh, Other states like California, Michigan, uh, Minnesota, New York, Alaska, Colorado, Hawaii, Illinois, North Carolina, uh, Oregon, Utah. These are all states that are on the edge, on the brink of of, uh, adding on this this tax as well, Chris. So it's something that they're looking at. And you said something there when it comes to long-term care. Uh, It'll never happen to me. I think a lot of people out there hope that, and, and we certainly hope that's the case for you. But, you know, it used to be 50% of the people out there were going to need some form of assistance. Now it's shifted even further than that to to 70% as people are living longer and longer. The the possibility, or like I said, uh, the probability of it even at this point has gone up significantly. So this is something that uh, you definitely need to factor in, right? Because I could say this from experience, my in-laws, they had to go through this with, I guess, uh, my, my wife's grandmother, the long-term care and the thing, and it could be draining uh, both financially and emotionally and emotionally. Yeah. Obviously we, we can't do anything to, to curb the, the emotional side of it, but with a proper plan in place, you can at least uh, offset the, the costs of long-term care, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. And you know, not only, you know, Oh, it won't happen to me, but some people think that, uh, Oh, well my daughter will take care of mm-hmm. me. And you know, that that's going to put some strain on your daughter and maybe her marriage. And you know, there's, there's a lot of reasons to have the, the coverage, but but recently, um, I've, I've had people uh, calling me up saying they, they've heard stories about people purchasing this long-term care insurance, and then they're, they're saying, look, their, their premiums are going up and up and up yep. each year. And that's happening to just about everyone out there that has this coverage that bought it years ago, um, and which is no fun, believe me. And then there's other stories you hear about people paying into these long-term care premiums for years, 15 years, 20 years, and then they suddenly die from a heart attack or something. Uh, and they never even get to use an ounce of that coverage because they passed away suddenly. And a lot of the kids think, oh, mom just wasted all that money. Yeah. So there's one client in particular. Um, we, we set up a Zoom call together and I was able to review how the new types of coverage work. And she said, new types? What do you mean? So I was able to share my my computer screen. So that's what a Zoom is, of course, for those that don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, you could be sitting at your home, your kitchen table, uh, wherever. And you click a little link and then it brings you into you'll be seeing what's on my computer screen and we'll be able to kind of go through a couple of things together. So I shared my computer screen with her. Um, Again, she was in the comfort of her own home. She didn't even have to leave the house. Uh, And I explained to her how there's now new types of coverage um, that uh, will actually that can pay out a um, 
a death benefit just in case the uh, the owner uh, passed away before needing to use any of the coverage. And she said, oh, that's interesting. Um, so the money wouldn't be wasted. Um, and I showed her how uh, there's even types where you can get the money back if you, you've changed your mind down the road and you don't want the coverage anymore. Oh. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, I showed her how uh, some of those same policies can pay for long-term care uh, coverage for her husband as well. So uh, sometimes it's one spouse that needs the care and not the other. Mm-hmm. But the old way, you had to buy a separate policy for each person. So now they use a pool of money that either spouse can use. So, uh, yeah, she just really loved how the new type of coverage was structured uh, because it also, and this was the best part, the newer ones have stipulations in the policy where they cannot increase her premiums each year. So uh, she said, oh, I didn't even know that type existed. uh, Yeah, so these are a lot of misconceptions, things that kind of kept her away from looking into this type of coverage. But a lot of those misconceptions were were laid to rest with the new types of uh, coverage out there. Best part of all, though, is probably that uh, I was able to show her how it it fit right into her her current financial picture. She was worried that she was going to have to um, cut out something else in her life uh, in order to afford it. But um, but what what we did in her case is we didn't go overboard with the coverage, mm-hmm. just a, a reasonable amount. And she just felt so much better knowing she had at least some coverage in place. So, yeah, if you're if you're concerned that maybe your, your finances could be negatively impacted, if either you or your spouse were to need that long term care, um, then give my office a call and I can run some quotes for you and put together some information packages, all complimentary. Uh, and you might be pleasantly surprised at how affordable the coverage could be. And, you know, it might give you that really nice peace of mind in knowing that that you're protected. Once again, my number six one zero eight nine four seven four one five. I would love to hear from you. Certainly worth exploring the options as far as long term care goes. And like I said earlier, we hope it's not the case where you're going to need some form of long term care assistance. But as the, the stats show these days, you know, someone out there listening is, is almost certainly going to. So there's a a good number of options out there from the black and white use it or lose it plan, which, believe it or not, is not the worst option that you can have going into retirement. The worst one is saying it'll never happen to me and not planning for it at all, because as as I've experienced and I think so many people out there have experienced. Jim, this next story is about a woman named Connie Gores. She made her living in North Carolina as a teacher and had hoped to retire at age 65. But in her mid 50s, she went to see a financial advisor and the news was not what she'd hoped. He looked me in the eye. And he said, Connie, uh, I don't know if you're going to make it unless you change a few things. Probably not the news that she wanted to hear, but Connie went on to tell CNBC she did make those adjustments and was actually able to reach her goal of retiring at 65. So what can we learn from uh, Ms. Gore's story here? Well, I got news, Chris. When it comes to Connie Gore's, uh, we have millions and millions of Connie Gore's right here in the greater Philadelphia area. Mm-hmm. Uh, you better believe probably the equivalent of many Lincoln uh, football stadiums full of people right here in our area. Yeah, people that are just right in their mid-50s or are wondering how the heck they're going to be able to retire based on what they have saved currently. Um, coincidentally to our, our Connie story here, I had a, a guy named Ronnie who came into my, my Marlton <laughs> office. He's sticking in my head when that story popped up. Yeah, he's been, he's been a listener of our show for a while. And by the way, my Marlton, New Jersey office um, – is uh, right off Route 73. It's across from the the Whole Foods. Uh, It's right at the intersection of Green Tree and 73. But anyways, uh, Ronnie, he was a government worker. Uh, So he had one of those, uh, it's called a thrift savings plan. It's kind of like their version of a 401k. Um, He was was 53 years old 
when he came to see me, and he wanted to retire at 63. And I said, why 63? And he said, well, that's the age my father went out to. So he wanted to kind of have that uh, going for him as well. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm just glad he gave me some time and didn't wait until he was 61 and yeah. try to retire. Jim, I'm going to retire in two years. What do I do? Because <laughs> there's not a whole lot we can do at that point. But yeah, many years out, there's a lot that can happen and a lot that we can do. So what I did was I created um, what I do for a lot of our listeners here is one of these complimentary retirement income plans. And I did that for Ronnie and I showed him that if he continued contributing to his retirement account at the current amount each each paycheck, here's what his, uh, his monthly retirement income was likely to look like. And of course, we factored in his Social Security that he'd eventually receive down the road. He also had a small pension. We factored that in. Uh, we looked at some of the expenses that were going to disappear that I had to remind him about. Uh, things like his mortgage. By the time he entered into retirement at 63, his mortgage was going to be paid. Um, he was helping um, his daughter with some student loan expenses that uh, were also going to be paid off. Um, and when he's retired, he would not have to c contribute to that retirement account anymore. So that expense, which is a big one, that was eliminated. Uh, and I showed him really how to, to lower some of his, his current expenses um, so that he could really focus on contributing a little bit more into that TSP. Uh, we factored in some health care costs that he wasn't even considering. Jim, I didn't even know what to ask about that. Uh, and now, based on our projections, instead of him being, being nervous that he might not even be able to retire until his late 60s, we were able to estimate that he would likely be able to reach his goal of retiring at 63 or even at 62. Hey, yeah. Which he was really, you know, you could see the, the, the weight being physically lifted, <laughs> lifted off of him, his, his demeanor changes. So... Uh, as you can imagine, you know, it, it, that felt pretty good. And that's that's what the, the power of these financial plans is, retirement income plans. That's the, that's the power they can have for us. They just lay out a vision and they, they can crunch the numbers and, and do the math uh, for us. They, they do it all. So if you're listening now and you would like for me to, to run one of these complimentary retirement income plans for you, I would, uh, I would love to help you out. And we can see if I... Uh, can show you some techniques that might be able to get you on a better track or even show you a better strategy. And uh, it's all complimentary. You can sign up on my website if you want as well, retirereadyfg.com. We'd love to hear from you. Wouldn't you like to know that you're on track for your retirement dreams? Or, you know, if worst case scenario, you're in a position right now where there's a little bit of work to do, isn't it better to find out about that beforehand rather than, you know, you approaching you know, one year away from retirement and realize you have to, you have to delay that further. The sooner, the sooner you do this, the sooner you start putting together that complimentary retirement income plan, I think the better equipped you're going to be down the line. So take advantage of this, get on Jim's calendar for the upcoming week and, and have him run one of these for you. 610-894-7415 or go online to uh, retirereadyfg.com. Your name doesn't have to be Ronnie or Connie or, or Donnie. It doesn't have to rhyme anything <laughs> like that. Just a, a fun coincidence. If it does, you know, all the better, but uh, having one of these run, I think can go a long way to giving you the comfort and, as we talk about so often here on the show, the freedom to retire. 610-894-7415. We keep hearing that we shouldn't rely on just one income stream in retirement because, well, that may not provide enough money. Uh, the Motley Fool talks about five unexpected sources of retirement income beyond that sole income stream. Let's run down this list, Jim, and uh, let's get your take on them. Well, Chris, you know the three most important components to a financially sound retirement, right? Uh, you're putting me on the spot here. I'm just going to go ahead and say no. <laughs> okay. All right. Three most important components. Here they are. Income, mm -hmm. income, mm. 
and income. Ah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's no way around it. Sure. it. Income is the lifeblood to to fueling the retirement we've all dreamed about. I mean, income is what pays for the vacations we're sitting at work thinking about. Uh, income is what uh, purchases the, the the presents for our grandkids, the ones that put those big, you know, crackly smiles on their on their faces. Oh yeah. Um, income provides financial comfort that uh, can help keep our stress levels down during retirement. And, uh, you know, I, I just think about all the, the people out there that I've you know, stumbled upon that, uh, you know, we look at, you know, OK, well, what are you going to do for income? And they say, well, I have all this these stocks and I look at the stocks and it's you know, 75 percent of the retirement money in Tesla stock or, <laughs> or other stocks. Uh, and, you know, people get psychologically, you know, quote unquote, locked in to these investments because they don't want to sell them when the stock is good. Jim, mm. I can't sell it now. You're nuts. This thing's taken off. And they don't want to sell when the stock is bad either to peel off some income. Jim, I can't sell it now. This thing's, this thing's, uh, I can't sell it at a loss. That's breaking the cardinal rule. So, um, you know, it's just painful because a lot of these investments, they're not paying retirees any income. So what I've been doing is to help make sure my clients have just multiple streams of retirement income. Things that have been around for a long time are dividend paying stocks. Um, they could be a great source of dependable income as long as the companies are healthy and growing. Um, I also help to make sure my uh, clients look into these health savings accounts. Uh, who doesn't want a tax break when you can get one? Um, yeah. Because these things help you know, not only to pay for these qualifying health care expenses with pre-tax dollars, dollars that you haven't paid tax on, uh, but once you turn 65, they can be spent on anything. Um, Non-medical expenses could be just, you know, treated as ordinary income. Um, another great source of income could just be something as simply as renting out a room in your home. Um, some people have these larger homes that they've that are paid off that uh, that they're only using two or three rooms, uh, and they have a whole other half of the house that's unused. Uh, you know, there's so many colleges and, and college students right here on the main line. Yep. Um, and think about, you know, these are a lot of these students are they're going to upscale schools. They're responsible in most uh, instances. They're quiet. They go right to their room and they, they lock the door and study. You might not even know they're there. And, you know, they quiet as a mouse and you collect the rental income. Jim, this is one that we talked about a few weeks ago. Uh, reverse mortgages. Let's for people who maybe didn't didn't hear us talk about it a couple weeks ago. Let, let's explain that one. Yeah, so this is uh, also a good way if you, if you need it to, uh, or could be a good way to get some cash flow coming your way. Um, because the money you receive is, is typically tax-free because it's a kind of a return of your own um, basis in many instances. Um, other folks are uh, saying, all right, well, I don't want to do any of those, but you know, I want to keep busy. So a lot of people um, are just working some some part-time jobs here mm -hmm. and there, a couple hours a day, a day or two a week. And, you know, they're saying, Jim, it's kind of nice because it gets me out of the house a little bit, keeps my mind active. Yeah. And and uh, especially if you're working with some uh, some younger folks, sometimes, you know, you keep in the loop with all, you know, what they're doing in their lives <laughs> and socializing. And especially if some of them are fun and entertaining mm -hmm. and, you know, kind of make you smile and laugh and kind of make you want to, to go to work and, you know, just spend time there. But look, the, you know, at the end of the day, the bottom line here is that if you feel that you would benefit from a little bit of extra income each month, that's something that I can help out with. I can float some ideas around with you. Um, uh, you can obviously give my office a call and we can uh, set up some, some time to share some ideas maybe that you never even thought of 
or maybe it's just a slight adjustment of your investments. Getting into something that's a bit more income producing could do the trick. Um, or I might be able to give you even some other ideas that we're not even thinking of because we're uh, brainstorming on some, some things. But we can have this meeting, uh, like we've been saying, right over the phone on a Zoom or in my Marlton, New Jersey office or my, my Radnor, Pennsylvania office. If you have questions or concerns about reaching your retirement goals, then give the Retire Ready Financial Group a call, 610-894-7415, or visit us online at retirereadyfg.com. Retire Ready Wealth Management is not licensed in all 50 states. To find out if Retire Ready Wealth Management is licensed in your state, please call 610-704-2792. Retire Ready Wealth Management is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through James Cipriotti, Pennsylvania Insurance License 366900. 